Welcome to Locker Room Talk with Gabby and Jen. Woohoo! <laughs> there goes the woo. <laughs> Literally every single time. I don't. Know I can't I'm, not. I know. I, I don't. I can't know help myself. Uh, it's like doing the woo. That's how I also feel when the server brings over my espresso martinis, oh. or or. <laughs> I li- actually, actually, Gabby, I know we were just going to recap, but when we went to Texas this past weekend, people give you bread with your meal, like ahead of your meal. And Boston doesn't do this anymore. Like it's very rare. Mm, you know what I mean? For places yeah. to give you bread before your meal. And I am a big fan of this. I'm like, don't be cheap. <laughs> I want my give bread. In this place. Bread. Yeah. This Italian place we went, they brought over focaccia bread and I hardcore <gasps> wooed. I was so excited. I was like, move aside people coming in, coming in. I actually so, went out yeah. to lunch <laughs> earlier today with my team. I was in the office. We go in like once a month. And um, we went to this Italian place and they brought over bread <gasps> before Where? our meal. Bottega DiCapri in Brookline. We it's, need to go. It's so good. But it was funny because so they brought good. it over. And one of my teammates <laughs> was like, what kind of bread is this? And my friend Eva was like, oh, it's um white Italian bread. And she goes, no, is it soda bread? Next thing you know, we're having this like full on discussion about different bread types. We're like scally bread. No, no, no. It can't be scally bread. <laughs> then we're talking about, wait, also, did you know, I don't know if you're into bread. Sorry. Now I'm like on a full tangent. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, definitely. Soda bread. I confidently thought was made with soda. Um, No, that means baking soda. A baking soda, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. no, no, no. I what thought you thinking there's a little Pepsi in here. Yeah, so, but I'm not alone because my direct report. I'm telling you, her and I share the exact same brain. Um, she was like, "Oh, I, yeah, no, I've imagined people like Diet Coke, like pouring it into bread." Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, same. That's well, because like and she I didn't say that just to make you feel better as your no, direct report. No, <laughs> she's like, although, I'll just- <laughs> although I have jokes sometimes, I'm like whatever the boss says. Yeah, I'm like sometimes I'm like you're required to say that because you're um, yeah. on the payroll. No, I yep. hired her without. I mean, her and I like knew of each other beforehand, but um, we have a lot of personality similarities that I would not have guessed at all. Like example, we found out we're both huge One Direction fans, and I did oh. not pre-screen for that. Yeah. <laughs> didn't put it on, inter- the, on that the interview. Was, yeah, right. That was not on there, and I did not know that but just like, like a, a lot of on there's like a lot of other things that were like oh oh we're like very oh, similar oh. Yeah. and soda bread was one of them now and we so, know baking and, soda and being stupid about soda bread and thinking that that meant that soda went into your bread was oh. one of those things yeah you know what's so underrated sourdough bread so oh, sourdough good. good but i feel like so that was good. a craze on tiktok for a while everyone was like was sourdough, sourdough 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 okay but you know me sourdough. and i don't even know how to use tiktok so That's i'm in the instagram bubble where i get things i get the trends later yeah, right you get like a month so, later. <laughs> yeah, a month later <laughs> like you know that thing was that was trending last year i found it now so Finally, about it. no but yeah. sourdough bread so good sourdough and like whole grain those are my go-tos really love me some bread yeah love me uh, some whole grain give me some fiber in my life at all times <laughs> I need help pooping. <laughs> <laughs> keep me regular please <laughs> um speaking of I guess now is a good enough time to admit that um if you felt if you the listener <laughs> yes 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 if you listen felt- up folks a short, choppy, quick to the end finish last week. <laughs> that is because I was um, unwell and I <laughs> messaged Ben while she's, while she's talking away saying, I'm about to 
um be unwell you got the boy and she was like okay yeah great take the time to recover this weekend Debbie's and- like I'm about to shit myself gotta go yes um and the <laughs> best part about here. it is that so we record this on zoom for those of you that um haven't been able to figure out by the two random ass boxes in our previews and afterwards yep, yep. for the recording you get like a, a folder of the audio the video and uh, of the chat, the chat if there's a record of it and and um, there was only one chat from one. Gabby and it said, I'm going to, I'll cap shit myself. So uh, if you noticed at the end of last episode, yep. something weird, a giggle from Jen, if you go back and listen and you hear a giggle I need to listen, towards the yes. end, that's what happened. So like, like, what is this girl laughing at? Well, it's like, and my favorite part though, is the fact that like, we were going to go meet up because I was teaching right after and Gabby told me to shake my class. I was like... <laughs> You're like, gotta go shit. See you soon. Yeah. I was like, I hope I'm good by the time I get to class. You were like, no, you'll be good. I was like, dude, I'm not confident that I'm going to be well. Do you know what it is? So I looked because I was like, what did I I told you this Tuesday night pre-class poop. It's a thing. Yeah. No, that's true. But do you want to know what I looked? Because I was like, I had to have eaten something weird. I had a dip that I thought we'd bought like a week ago. Um, uh-huh. it expired oh, no. June 23rd, which was oh, a month no. prior. It's so, August right now. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So a month. So check your labels, that. friends. Yeah, check your labels. Um, yeah. So check the labels. That was last week. Um, anyways, that was so not what was intended. How was your time in Texas? <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time that Jen and I are seeing and or talking to each other in a week, but it feels like a yep. million I mean, we've texted eternity. Time, obviously, but like yep. we're actually yep. seeing each other face to face. This is the first time, actually. I so I, I did the class this morning that Jen and I normally do together. And um, oh, we, wow. we've essentially been banned from doing alpha together because all we yes. do is talk. I also like, haven't been in months because I'm, because I've just been so busy with clients, which is never a bad thing, but I feel almost like, you know, left like, out. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, same. I walked up today and Zach was the instructor was like, look who's back. And I was actually only going over to see what the board was, but he welcomed <laughs> like, me with such here. open arms. So I was like, oh geez, I have to. But, um, we used to get yelled at for talking all the time. Yep. I've been um, yelled at for talking in class my whole life. This yeah. is not new. Yeah, no, say, oh, same, Gab, uh, Gabby, do you know how <laughs> much shit I get for having the name Gabby and having my personality? Oh, Gabby, you're so Gabby. Wow. <laughs> so clever. Um, so anyways, I think what I was going to say, because I've lost my train of thought entirely, <laughs> so is that um, I didn't have you to talk to. So mm. instead, I just kept ta- I kept being like, oh, Zach, this. Oh, Zach, that. <laughs> it's like, even when you're alone, you still manage to be distracted <sighs> and talking to yep. other people. So it's me. Hi. Hi. I'm the problem. I'm the problem. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Oh God. Okay. So anyways, you were in Texas for a wedding. I was in Texas. Yes. It was hot as hell. Um, it was like 110 degrees every day. (gasps) No way. We were there for, yeah, yeah. We were there for a wedding. So, um, I mean the wedding was, so it was incredible. The wedding was such a blast. It was just so hot initially, but it was the groom side was Indian and the bride side, um, was from Spain. So like just so multicultural the, the, yeah the culture is like it was a freaking party like I didn't I've never been to an Indian wedding before and I love how they do it like you know how normally when like the bride or the bridal party walks down the aisle it's like more um kind of low-key music it's the more rain, like romantic yeah. and like everyone's dead silent no 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 it is a party music is 
bumping, people are cheering. Like you imagine like you're walking into a club and like mm. you're the owner of like you're like a you're a Kardashian walking into the that's club. So fun. Like that's and everyone's like not expecting you to be there and everyone's so excited. This is what I compare it to. Yeah. It was like such a party, the best DJ ever. Best DJ ever. It was so See, much that fun. That is dance. so huge to me at weddings oh, is DJ. So and I talk about this DJ. with my friends all the time because I am not like I love live music, but I don't foresee yeah. myself if and when I get married doing With like a, a live, live band. band. Yeah, I because yep. I love the original version of things like of songs like live music too. But anyways, yeah, some DJs will just play songs and never really mm. get the hint that we've got to yes. move on. Yes, this was a. It was like a. Fusion, consistent fusion of mashups. That's what of, I like, love. You know my type of music. It yes. was like an amp cycle playlist. Yeah. Like, but the remixes. Oh my god, Gabby! I was like, everyone stand clear. I'm just like, but it was so much fun. It was so much the, fun. The wedding that I went um, to in February, the DJ was like that too. I, he was like live so mixing good. as it was happening. Yes. And he would drop yes. like intros to song, and I would think it was going to be one yes. song, and then it was another, it's and I was exactly. just like, yes. Like screaming yeah. the entire screaming time. The whole it was time. so yep. good. It was so I know. Good. I was thrilled I didn't lose my voice this time. So that was oh, great. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was good. It was like, I kind of wish we had checked out like a little bit more stuff to do in Austin, but it was, you know, it's just so hot out yeah. that like you can only be outside for so long. Um, so that part was like a little bit tr- like tricky. You're just kind of like exhausted from the heat. But I did feel like, you know, I am very much a go 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 person as we mm-hmm. talked about in another episode and I'm the same with like working out like I mentally and physically need working out so I was kind of forced into okay you know there's there's gyms in the area but I didn't want to be like I'm also traveling with Ethan's family so I didn't want to be like obnoxious and like I'm going to the gym every single day yeah, because yeah. also my body needed a little bit of recovery so it was nice I tried some different classes yeah um, so that was fun getting to try some different cycle classes and just like taking some time off from lifting. I just lifted like one day. I checked out a lifetime in um oh, Austin, did you? Texas. It was like yeah, one of the it was like a boutique one. It was in the downtown area. So Ethan and I did a partner workout. Those are a rarity. Wow. Um, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I feel like we just look entertaining if someone were to watch us because yeah, it's just always the process. Like what is going on right now? I'm trying to give coaching. Ethan half wants my coaching, half doesn't want it. But then it's like back and forth. And it was like bumping. We went on a Saturday at like 11. I was like, (gasps) oh, this was maybe not the right time to go. This was a choice. Every squat rack was taken. I had this whole plan. I was like, okay, we are just going to set up on this mat over here. Like every machine was taken. Yeah. Um, But it was great. Yeah, it was good. good I've been to Austin twice now. I think I'm good on it. Like it's not really my city. Yeah, I don't know. I just, it it was fun. I had a great time. But I feel like, you know how there's some places you go and you're like, okay, I went there. I had a great time. I don't know. Yep. Yep, I've been twice now, so I'm like, I don't know if I need to like go back again. But it was, it, we had a good time. Yeah. So like, yeah. I feel like, yeah. Oh ahead. no, I was gonna say. So my friend Deb and I are big Nashville girlies. Um, yeah. we okay. love Nashville, and we actually went about a year ago, and a couple, like no, like last week, she was like, I am itching for a Nashville <laughs> trip. Uh-huh. Um, but she was like, I feel like if we want to do a, tr- a trip like that, we should try Austin because neither of us have ever been. Mm. Um, as I know, Austin can be pretty similar yep. to Nashville. So yeah. we may, I, I don't know. We have, like I would just go in the from, fall. That's the biggest thing cooler. too, because it's, yeah, because the city kind of clears out 
And if you go in the fall, like that's the thing, same with like you're saying Nashville, like it's known for, there's so much live music and stuff like that. And last time I went, it was actually also in August. So very hot, but there was more live music even last time compared to, and that was pre COVID that was, you know, years Mm. ago, but I feel like go in the fall, it's just, there's just a lot more to do and there's a lot more live music, a lot more people out. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say if you are going to go, it's definitely a fun city to check out. I would just do it. Um, yeah, probably in the fall. And you don't need like, you know, like four days is plenty, I think. You yeah. don't need like you can kind of do like that's why I feel with like Chicago. Like you don't need a ton of time. Chicago is one of my favorite cities. I've I would never do that. Been. Like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Gabby and Jen take Chicago. Oh my God. No, so it's been <laughs> on my list to go, but funny story. So one of my old coworkers, um, from when I started at my current job, he moved out to um Chicago, I guess like 2019. And like December 2021 so we would like still keep in touch there's four of us from our little like group of people that started at the same time on my team and um my friend Courtney and I were out for drinks in the north end and we'd had okay an espresso martini and we were like we should go visit Chicago that would be so cool so we text in our group chat and we're like so and so like we should come we want to come visit Chicago and he's like oh my god yeah you guys should come blah blah and then Courtney and I wake up the next day and we're like we just Uh-oh. invited ourselves to go see Brian and his wife in Chicago. We're not even sure that Brian can tolerate us. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> so we dropped it. And then like, fast forward a couple of months, he texted us and was like, hey, Gabby and Courtney, weren't you guys going to come to Chicago? And we texted on the side being like, wait, he doesn't hate us? <laughs> so anyway, still on the list to go. Still on your radar. Okay, love this. Yeah. Love this. But usually um, when I go places, I try and only do like a three or four day trip anyways. Like I'm yeah, not, unless it's like Aruba, international, I'll go. Yep. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like something international, I'll definitely give it more time. But otherwise, like I'm all for the long weekend kind of feel. Yep, I totally agree. Um, we've got good topics to discuss, but tell me, what what did you do while I was away this past weekend? I know. Like hanging <laughs> what, yeah, do you know that um, SpongeBob <laughs> meme that's like, what do you do while I'm gone? wait for you to come back <laughs> yes yes, yes. um <sighs> went to fry island this weekend which my oh, friend gabby nice. her parents have a house on it dude the traffic to get there and to get back is fucking nuts. four hours summer new england single time but it's like 95 no. that's the problem the entire just like the entire way is traffic and on the drive up um deb's gps just had her going full back roads the entire time straight oh, no, up oh, no. to Sebago Lake basically that's like uh, not a thing but once you're there fry is so cool like everyone just golf carts around um uh, we went out to dinner there's one cafe restaurant like on the island so we did that for dinner and then went to like the um the golf course has like a bar lounge thing it like feels as if it's someone's living room that has oh. a bar built into it. Oh my God, um, I need to go here. I love this. It's yeah, it's fun. And it's so just so happens that every time we've gone, there's been like last time I think it was a golf tournament. This time it was like a softball tournament. So we're like, Gabby, is there normally this many people here? She's like, no, this is abnormal. We're like, 
oh my god but yeah so that was fun and then her dad took us out on the boat on Sunday and I was like this is the life guess who had no Sunday scaries on Sunday me because Uh out on a boat in wonderful weather had myself a wet I got home and was fine and I was this is funny Monday it was pouring rain here yeah and I think probably a little bit of anxiety of like some stuff I'd done Mm -hmm. and, and um I was like, oh, I'm sad. And I'm like, you know what? It definitely is like the weather thing. Is it's the weather. Definitely a part of it. And yep. then I woke up to Monday. Night, scary. I refuse to feel like this again tonight. <laughs> yeah. I did some journaling, tried to like ward it off, blah, blah, blah. Wow. Yeah. So because- mantra ask of you. Yeah, well, so it's funny. Like, I don't know how people write in their journal. Like if they address them. Your hand hurt. Oh. yes yes my yes my hand hurts because like when I write it's usually because shit hits the fan but I'm like here I am again uh I'm only journaling because shit has hit the fan like that's <laughs> if, if I'm journaling sometimes right. there have been times where I'm pretty consistent about it I'll try and do it every day but um otherwise I'm really only journaling when I feel like at the depths of this the is like my house. depressive yeah. log yeah yeah and yep. I'm like I want okay. to and in part like I like being able to look back at those like low lows um because yeah. I do go back and read one pretty often so I like okay. to go back and almost be like whoa this is so crazy I remember at the time feeling those feelings and feeling as if like I would never feel differently about the situation and the stress that I felt and the anxiety and whatever the case may be and then but now I don't feel that way anymore so I kind of like that I log that because in a way it almost checks me time yeah. after like it doesn't allow me to forget how I felt and I was just saying this before we recorded the episode um when I was in the office today we have an intern who was wrapping up and we were giving her just like different advice about post-grad and applying for jobs and not settling all this stuff and you know as we're giving the advice I was sitting there having this moment of like reflection mm-hmm. where I was taken back to five years ago when I had just wrapped up grad school and I'm looking for jobs and I can't find a job and I'm like hey folks I have a master's what the fuck is wrong with you why is nobody hiring me and like <laughs> equating my self-worth to the job and the title that right. I did or didn't have and just like just all of these things and like as I was giving her this advice I kind of had this moment I was like wow if 2018 Gabby 23 year old however old I was I'm like 24 year old Gabby could see me now and where I am and how I feel about my career and how much I've done and just like even knowing what I want to do professionally then I had no fucking idea I was taking a shot in the dark um so same thing with like the journaling it's kind of I have journals from back when I was applying to jobs after grad school and I was like holy shit what if I never find a job like well, obviously that would never happen but like you know it's it's nice to be able to look back yeah. at those moments where like look how far you've come that's such a great way of thinking about it because I feel like I used to journal like when I was in like high school and I feel like even like when I was like younger mm-hmm. um and ag- I agree it was more so in like uh when you're in a negative headspace I think that's when I would be journaling and I feel like I would go back and I read them and I would like give myself the ick like oh. <laughs> I just literally was like it would almost like resurface like bad memories or bad feelings but I think that's such a good way to think about it like how you're prefacing it like oh actually reading through a previous journal entry when it's like when you are having a good day or when you are in a space to like reflect on where you are career-wise or in your life um yeah that's a much better way of thinking about it versus being like why the fuck was I so sappy and emo back then oh yeah see I don't it's yeah it's funny I don't look at it that way but I I mean I know that I should be doing more of journaling just like in gratitude that's the whole the whole thing is like you should be taking time to like 
yeah reflects every day and you know like our friend Emily does the bright moments every day like on TikTok love, she started during TikTok yep. like there I should be doing more of that but it is nice to be able to look back and also like a lot of it I look back and I see the things that I wanted like th- like yep. I wish x y and z would happen or um even like when I, like I said when I was job searching I have journal entries of the kind of job and work that I wanted to be doing even though I wasn't super clear if that was what I want to be doing and like now I look at it and I'm like I'm doing all of these things in my role and so it's crazy because like there are moments where I'm like what the fuck am I even doing with my life and reading those past entries always humbles me of like no like look at how you know just like how much yeah so anyways um I don't know how I got on that how, oh because I here? oh because I no, had but it's the so true. and I was yeah. journaling and for me at least yeah. like not everybody but I do find that like writing it down almost yep. helps me just once I write it out it's almost as if it like neutralizes it and I'm like okay it's, it's like, like a cleansing incredible. moment a little bit yeah yes. I feel like yeah. I otherwise not that I am like I'm not thinking through Mm. processing like a million miles a minute the things that are going on but like inside your head you don't process it the same as like when you need to pen to paper yeah face it and like put pen to paper and write it down yeah finally do get around to doing that I'm like okay I feel released a little bit I feel like the emotions like I, I still feel those feelings but they're not like bottled up Totally. It forces you to take a breath. And I guess I do that in different ways. Like I'm always jotting down like thoughts in like the notes section on my phone. Mm -hmm. So even though it may not be like a full entry, like it is definitely like thoughts or reflections. And I try to at the end of every week, like, you know, I'll check in with clients or I just kind of check in with myself, like, you know, Friday wins, like I'm big on that and just keep not even even just reflecting like client wins, but things that like have stuck out to me, like things that I feel really proud of like in business in personal life all of those things that it's like it just gives me my it's like almost like a little end of the week recap and whether it's something I'm voicing or not I feel like as you're saying it's important to reflect on that a little bit so that way you can say oh like I made progress in this or like this is something I get to focus on a little bit further next week like that I'm going to bring more yeah. attention to so yeah it's true I mean it's so easy to I think just let the day-to-day become so mundane and so just like trivial or it feels that Mm -hmm. way but you have to almost take a step back and and realize like oh yeah wow this thing that I did was such an accomplishment or to your point like this win that this client had or whatever the case may be and then even I forget I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast I might have told you about it so I was listening to an old episode of the podcast I used to do um on my own and I so happened to pick an episode where I was like reflecting on my workout journey and Mm -hmm. um listening to myself and what I was talking about then and like the headspace that I was in and all of my fears around because I was still I'd really only been doing it for like a year and a half consistently and I still had these like deeply rooted fears of like what if I just fall off the wagon and I go back to being right of myself that I was before you know all, all these things that like yeah you know they were real fears but maybe they didn't need to be but now a year and a half later or two years later or whatever I'm like you know what that those feelings that I had, I'm not feeling them anymore, but I'm also not seeing it that way because now the working out, this routine that I've created for myself is so part of my day to day that I don't see it as a win, like me going today and like 
doing alpha and just getting myself there, you know, I don't see that as a win anymore because I do that all the time, but there was a version of me that would have never gone to class alone, you know, that kind of thing. Yep. Absolutely. And that's a, you know, um, so when I run the body boost summit, I always have, um, therapists and social worker that comes on and she talks a lot about like the psychology behind like self-limiting beliefs and Mm, your comfort mm -hmm. zone and your participation zone and then things that are just like totally outside of that comfort zone. And I think, um, that's kind of a nice like transition to kind of talk about like our topic for today, which will really just be about like, you know, past workout fears, kind of current insecurities around fitness. And also just like getting to like, you know, how you just said there, um, things that used to be really outside of your comfort zone, maybe that now are like, Oh, this is something that I don't even think twice about, right? Like the routine or the exercises themselves. And it's amazing how just like trying to push yourself like in, you know, 10%, like little by little, how that can make such a huge difference and move that thing that was like totally outside of your comfort zone, right? Like maybe it was just like walking into the gym was the most like terrifying thing ever. And then that becomes more in your participation zone. And you start to feel like, okay, well, taking a class, like that would be really outside of my comfort zone. And then that works into your participation zone. Yeah, and then you realize, way to think okay, of it. it's like, okay, so my comfort zone is now walking into the gym. I'm testing out group fitness classes, but that reach, right, that outside of my comfort zone would be like lifting on my own or something like mm-hmm. that. But you get to see how this transition happens when you continue to show up and just try and just like push yourself little by little. So, you know, you get to then look back at that journey. You're like, holy shit, like I'm no longer afraid of this, or this is no longer so, um, you know, scary or causing me so much anxiety. It's now something I'm really comfortable with. And then you kind of move that, that benchmark little by little for yourself. Yeah, no, I mean, it's totally true. I mean, there's like so much, I think the first thing that comes to mind for me of like, well, with the self-limiting beliefs and kind of, I think I, I yeah. talked about this in the episode where we were talking about routines, but like, yeah. I feel as if I need to be able to do a hundred percent, like be yeah. that A plus that perfect score in order to do it. And that obviously limits me because I don't need to be perfect a hundred percent of the time. I just need to like give it my best effort. Um, And one of the times I like really stopped in and, and like thought about this was when we did the no ball campaign photo yes. shoot at Lifetime a couple months ago well almost like a year ago when yep. you asked me originally the photos I was just like, got lost yeah the photos just got lost video footage just got lost yeah, fine, fine. like you you asked me to do the cycle piece and I was like okay yeah totally mm-hmm. that's like that's my wheelhouse I have no problem yep. feeling that's as my if, comfort zone yep and I have no problem feeling as if like of this group of people that are going to be there I'm probably going to be like one of the people that rides more often and then I got there yeah. and Zach was looking for people to fill the alpha slots which is strength training and I look and there's a girl who's a bodybuilder. There's a guy whose name is literally Chad, our friend Andrew, who's a trainer, like these people who conventionally are like workout meatheads. And I'm looking at yep. myself and I'm like, I'm going to get my, I can't do like, I'm going to get my, oh, Juliana. I'm like, I'm going to get my ass kicked by this. Mm-hmm. And Zach's like, Gabby, you actually take the class. Like, what do you mean? Right. Right. So I go and I do it. And like, was it hard? Holy fucking shit. Yes. It was hard. Exactly. It was like the hardest classes ever programmed. But then you have all the increased adrenaline. All of the increased adrenaline. But then I remember at the end, some of the people who had done it with me that were like, you do this class all the time, like at 6 a.m. That shit was so hard. And I'm like, oh yeah, I have this like limiting belief in my 
in like my brain that because I mm-hmm. don't look like these people or, you know, right. don't do the conventional style of lifting that they do, that I'm not like, we're also like surrounded by trainers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, exactly. But, um, ultimately I was like, wait a minute, I can actually do this because I do this class all the time, but that self-limiting mm-hmm. belief of like what you have to like look like, or I don't know, whatever, but that's comparison like that's, I think a huge piece. I think that's what, um, that's what stops people from even starting is like that fear of like this person's further ahead and not even just for working out, but like in their career or this person's, you know, so much better at this or I'm going to look stupid, right? No one wants to look stupid. And me, like, yeah. Looks, like, yeah. No one, and it's, but also it's, no one cares. No one cares. Yeah. And yeah, I feel that like so, so much. And that was always like a fear of mine, like just getting into the fitness industry. I felt like I need to know everything and I need to know it now. And like things just like take time. So whether mm-hmm. you're working in the fitness industry or you're just trying to like step into a class or lifting on your own, like ask questions and it's okay to not be the best at everything because there's always going to be even the person that like typically looks like the strongest person in the room right like that group of trainers that have never taken alpha alpha before and they were all like dying because physically they look a certain way but they were also like holy shit like you never know what someone else is going through right and I think we have to remind ourselves this that it's like comparing yourself to someone else just based on like how they look and assuming something that doesn't make you any better, doesn't make you any stronger, just like it doesn't make you any weaker, any less than. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's it's funny. So I took um a cycle class in, I took a couple when I was in Texas and the one that was like phenomenal. So the instructor had us running at 130 RPMs out of the saddle, oh which, which fine, but for a minute and a half. <gasps> and that is something like when I, when I teach cycle, I usually do like 30 seconds or, you know, even 15 and then there's a jumps or something mm-hmm. like that. But I got so in my head at first. Cause I was like, you're an instructor, Jen, you should know how to do this. Also, yeah. I had like four glasses of wine the night before. So I was like, <laughs> girl, if you don't puke on this bike, we can be proud. Yeah. yeah, um, that's, that's the benchmark. So <laughs> that's the goal. <laughs> is that happening too? Um, but like, it was, I was like getting in my head because mm-hmm. I was like, if you're going to do this, you want to do it perfectly. And like, that's just not real. So what I did is I like did as much as I could. I pushed myself and I try to say this to people too, like, a you know, cycle staying on theme there. It, when you're ready to quit, give it another five seconds, give it yeah. another 10 seconds. Right. Because you, you, you usually want to quit before you actually have to. So just kind of pushing that extra five to 10 seconds. That's how you really build up that endurance and that confidence as well. So I tried to just take my own advice. I did that and I took it back in the saddle and I am very music driven and chorus driven. Mm-hmm. So it was legit a minute and a half long chorus you know great remix mm-hmm. I forgot what the song was I blacked out yeah, um but I like after 30 seconds I took it in for 30 seconds and then I brought it back up and yeah. I was like okay it's okay to take a sit and like with that I came back up stronger and like that's something I have to remind myself because it's I feel like we're both like this where we get like competitive but it's like inner competitive right for like you don't want to quit totally. it on you yeah, yeah. oh yeah a thousand yeah. percent yeah so that's something that I feel like is always like evolving. I always have to remind myself that because, you know, we're all at different stages in the process. And sometimes you have days where you're like a hundred, you're like, I'm just so on, I'm so in it. I'm feeling, you know, my best ever. But even in those days, you're going to have things that are just like, this is a fucking struggle right now. And I'm just trying to do my best. Yeah. I <laughs> and mean, that's okay. That's part of the process. It's part of the process. I know I was talking to my team today and I was saying like, um, I forget how it got brought up, but I was like, yeah, my fatal flaw is that I 
don't like being bad at things and like yeah. really if I had to pick something that like is really detrimental to me in terms of a flaw like it is the fact that I don't like being bad at things it's kind of funny because professionally I work in like ad hoc projects so things come up and they are brand new so everything is yeah uh but it it challenges me but every single project I go to start is like scary like we're working on something new now and I'm like oh I don't know how I'm gonna do it and I always do it I always figure it out but like that initial thing almost like holds me back of not feeling like I'm gonna be able to do it it's true like I don't like being bad at things or like we both started doing um cleans together at alpha or like I really start I had done them before yeah barbell cleans and I remember the first time being so frustrated because I was Mm -hmm. like this is a 45 pound bar that I could meet to the high heavens <laughs> without doing this motion. But for some reason yeah. I can't get the written, I can't get this thing. And I remember just yeah. being like, so in my head frustrated over it and just being like, I really only feel that way because I don't like being bad at things. But like, yep. the only reason why I feel that way is because of other people, what I think other people's perceptions of me will be. Mm-hmm. Zach does not give a shit if I can only do a clean with a 45 versus like 125 pounds, he literally does not care. But in my mind, because of the standards that I have for myself, I'm like, yeah. well, if I'm going to do this and I can't do this feeling strong, then like, what's the point? But it's also relative. Totally. Right. And that's like, it's so it's funny when I did my Olympic lifting certification, that was a very big step outside of my comfort zone. And mm-hmm. it's still something like I actively practice on my own. And I'm like, I want to be able to practice this for myself as a skill before I even consider like coaching it. Right. Um, but just signing up for that was like, oh my God, I have no idea what I'm doing here. I've never like, I've never done, you know, CrossFit or anything like along the lines of Olympic lifting or even in a, you know, traditional gym setting. That was just a huge like push for me just to even sign up for that course and to do it and just walking in, right. You know, I was surrounded by a lot of people that did have a CrossFit background or that were, you know, other really strong trainers, um, in the field, but also like some of the people that you're like looking at that I'm like, wow, this person is like Jack, they are, they've been in the fitness industry for a mm-hmm. while, but maybe there's so many different pockets of the fitness industry. Right. And, you know, just getting to like spend that weekend with people and like the questions they were asking, it just was like, oh, is this so eye-opening to be like, oh, not the only one like struggling with this. And it's good to struggle. Like a struggle is definitely, like if you're not struggling, you're not doing it right, to be honest. Like you should be struggling at at some point in every aspect of your workout. And I'm a big question asker. That is for sure. Like my friends know that about me. Like Ethan always makes fun of me. Like I'm always like asking a million questions, but that's how I learn. So Mm -hmm. I also think like that's a big, with just fitness in general like work out with people train with people take classes with people where you feel like you're comfortable to ask questions right the environment is welcoming and don't be afraid to like sound stupid because if anything like that coach on the other end or whoever they're probably going to feel like grateful that you're asking the questions because then they get to share that like piece of knowledge with you and you get totally and they get to see you improve so Um, that's like such a big takeaway for me is like not being afraid to ask questions because, um, it only benefits you in the long run. And like, that's why I have like a no bullshit tolerance for people that are not like warm and welcoming Mm -hmm. and like into those things. Right. Like I think the fitness industry has come a long way, but I think it's so important to make people feel like welcomed at any skill level at any, you know, stage of the, of their fitness process, because it's like, you're all welcome here. And 
it's okay to learn and be new with something. Yeah. And like, I mean, we talked about this in a different context in the last episode, but everyone should be evolving, working on improving their game. And that's going to look different in every single space. But the reality is that everyone, I mean, there are people who are like, very good lifters that then will work with bodybuilder coaches that then like they work with their own coaches. Like everyone yeah. has other people that they're looking to for sources of knowledge to challenge them and, and push them out of their, you know, their comfort zone or whatever. And like, really there is no, um, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? There is like no great fee and like just showing up and being good at everything. Like realistically, what mm-hmm. are you actually getting out of that like it's best to be challenged and and push yourself and I do try like there are certain things where I'm like this is scary to me and so I'm going to do it because it's scary to me like there I find myself with like certain things that I'll post on Instagram um I feel like less so now but like when I first started posting about um working out and like you know different things like there was one time that I remember posting a video of me doing like box step ups and I looked at the Mm -hmm. video and I was like I don't like the way that I look in this video I feel like all jiggly and then I was like yeah I wouldn't normally want to post this and for that reason I should post it because that's scary to me and that's vulnerable and I need to do something that kind of like pushes myself out of the box and I did and I had a lot of people that responded and were like I appreciate the fact that you're posting this because like first of all that's so fucking real second of all like thank you you know so it's like that kind of thing I try and lean in when I have those moments of of fear of something or like something being scary mm-hmm. where I'm like okay even though I was just saying that my fatal flaws I don't like being bad at things that's true but I sometimes when I'm like I can feel that I don't my hesitation towards doing it is that I'm I'm scared I do it for that yeah. reason because I'm like that means that this is something that I need to do for myself to challenge myself and just get over it <laughs> yeah but even just what you're saying about like the fear of like looking a certain way or not a certain way I think that's something that like we're finally starting to understand a little bit as a society a long way to go but like your physical size or just someone looking at you that's no determination of how strong you are how much endurance you have how healthy you are like all of these things that um like your weight like that doesn't determine whether or not you are quote unquote fit or healthy um, or like what your lab results would be if you go to the yeah. doctor yeah. and it's so easy to be so self-critical right like we're always our bit- biggest critics and the same way anytime I like take a video and I watch it I'm like are you just nitpicking the shit out of yourself right now like yes mm-hmm. and I have to actively remind myself not to do that and like your and especially as like women too like it's normal for your weight to fluctuate and I think we need to like let that be normal right not even just like you know, couple months at a time or years. Right. But like just even week to week, like whether you're in your your period or not, like how you're feeling bloated wise, like depending on what you've eaten, um, have you taken a poop? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. That really make a difference in just like your, not only your appearance, but like your, your self-confidence and it's like, let's just get more comfortable just kind of putting it all out there and showing up in a way that's just authentic for that day. Because if you are constantly holding yourself back, like, Oh, I don't want to go to the gym because I don't look like I'm fit enough to go to the gym. Like I've heard some crazy shit. I'm like, yeah. hell, no. hell no. Like you're, you're really just your own roadblock in that type of situation. Yeah. Well, and- it's true, but there's like, there's, I think part of it is there's so much out there where we see people looking like a certain mm-hmm. prototype or a certain kind oh, of yeah. way, you know? And so like, I'll go yeah. to classes and stuff and I'm like, 
oh my god like my yeah that's where it stems from Absolutely. yeah my stomach is like pushing out or like my hips look huge or like my arms look this or like blah blah, blah because I have a reference point of like the TikTok girlies mm-hmm. that I'm seeing or the Instagram like the Instagram girlies where I'm like you are working out and you don't have a single thing moving out of place and you're still flies mm-hmm. aboard despite being bent over like I don't understand and then it's like why am I letting like again to the point of no one cares like no one is looking yeah. at me in a bar class being like oh look at she's a stomach like no one actually like no one actually cares but in that moment that's how I'm feeling so I'm like oh my god I'm so self-conscious about how I'm looking and it's mm-hmm. crazy you would think that after all these years I just like would not I mean and I know it's not just me it's everybody like you would think that yeah years, like I simply would not care anymore and just like mm-hmm. not equate the two like how I look with like what my performance is not that performance right. is you know that I shouldn't be going off either but I still don't like I still have that like in my mind constantly and I'm like literally yeah but it's a yes. combination of it's a combination of like you know societal beauty standards which are so fucked up and not realistic and that's the thing is like I've had friends growing up that like you know super quote-unquote skinny that have never worked out a day in their life and have like no joke like zero strength like you know and I always think about that with all the times I've had to like move apartments or just like housework shit like that I'm like I like being strong for that stuff like yeah yeah you know what I mean so you know but that from a beauty standard it's like oh they're fit quote unquote because they're just like thin and that's not I mean that's not fit or strong necessarily right depending on like if someone's actually doing something or not, right? It's all dependent on the person. You can't just judge by looking at someone. But I think the other piece is like, you kind of always want what you don't have, right? Mm-hmm. And if you are someone that like is following a lot of pages where you're like, oh, this is kind of the body type I always wanted. And it's really just like breathing like toxicity into yeah. your life, like remove that shit. But also like, it's funny you say about the cycle and just like, oh, I'm looking at my body versus others, whatever. Remember, like, this was like, I think I told you this, this was probably like a couple months ago, but my sister took my class and you were in it. And she was like, who is that girl front and center? She has like literally the most banging body. Like I wish. Which and my is sister's so funny because like, yeah. I would say that about her. Yeah. I'd be like, and oh like, my God, yeah. the like very skinny person, like blah, yes. blah. But it, it's true. The grass, the grass is, is always, always yeah, I've always been. She was like, if I could have Gabby's butt, I was like, couldn't we all for real? <laughs> but it's like, you know what I mean? Emma's someone that's like five, she's like five two. She's always, you know, she's just thin. She doesn't really work out at all. I tried to get her to strength train. We've gone in and out. She dabbles in yoga here and there. Dabbles here and there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and she has a lot of like, you know, um, back pain and other issues that she's working through because like but you would never guess that like looking yeah. at her no, but she definitely no. needs to work on like her core and like strength on the whole I am if you're listening to this sorry I hope we you don't you. mind I'm sharing a life story <laughs> <laughs> she's like no it's fine it's fine I can share my whole life story you've been doing it my whole life anyhow oh, um no it's true yeah, like, you, you, just, like, never just, you never know yeah, yeah. And the grass is always greener and you're right about like wanting what you can't have I definitely like from a social media perspective, I do try and limit like the people that I follow that don't look like me. I try and follow them because I like their personality and not because yeah. like they're, they're are, putting out good content or yeah, because there have been times where I'm like, oh, I like I like their body and I want to like have a body that looks like theirs. And that's just like so setting myself up for failure because like yeah. these childbearing hips are not going anywhere. <laughs> it literally does not like it doesn't matter, you know, and it's just yeah, I don't know. I think like it's yeah, it's so difficult. You look at like other people, but I mean, we talked about this a little bit after we wrapped the episode 
um, either last week or the week before of how easy it is to see what people are posting and Mm -hmm. assume or even not just people are posting like just without really knowing into people's lives like thinking that because they either look a certain way or they have certain things they have a job or they have a boyfriend or a husband or whatever that that means that like they have no issues or they're not going through things but that's really not true like to be honest we were talking about the Sunday scaries episode when I texted you about it in my head I'm like I have Sunday scaries because Sundays are difficult for me because I am alone and that's when I stop and I reflect on the fact that I am single and that is scary at my age and all these pressures and then we talk and you're like no I feel the Sunday scaries too like I feel it for this and this reason and you know it's Mm -hmm. like one of those things where it's like in my head I couldn't have imagined not that I couldn't have imagined that you would feel it totally you have a husband and a dog and a job that you love and a business that you love and friends like what do you mean you have this Sunday scary Mm -hmm. but everyone have everyone does that where like either they have something in their own lives that they feel is missing quote unquote and they're like looking for that or something that they're not happy with like everyone has it we're just not talking about it we're not seeing that of other people right and those anxieties I think a lot of people can like fester and like just you just work yourself up you Mm -hmm. know and and like I think the same goes for just like fitness in so many different ways like I used to be terrified of like the weight section of the gym and that's something that I'm very like passionate about with clients now is because I've been there and I get it and I know like just you know you talking about your fitness experience as well it's like everything happens little by little but in stages and you know being able to talking about reflecting back and journaling and all the rest it's like that would probably be pretty cool to be able to reflect back to a point where I only ever did like cardio machines and always kind of looked at the weight section but kind of walked around and was like I yeah. will never fit I don't here. know I'll what to do know here yeah yeah and you just like ease your way in and that's why like I love working with women and I love being able to like see a client that comes to me having so much like fear around a specific movement or just lifting or whatever or progressing and then just seeing that confidence like build little by little and I think the beauty of it too when it is like a small group coaching program is like people feel so alone in their, in their anxiety and in their insecurities. And when you get to have conversations and kind of like open up the door to like, Oh wait, other people feel like you this too? exact same way. Like yeah. I'm not right. I'm not crazy for having these anxieties, whether that's fitness, you know, Sunday scaries, anything like mm-hmm. it's just, it's so relatable and it's like, let's just open up. And that's what we're doing here. Like, let's talk about the things that, you know, we're insecure about, that we're anxious about, that we feel nervous about, but while also getting to reflect on like how those how things far we've come. evolve. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, there's, yeah, it's true. I mean, if anyone, for those of you that are listening, this is a reminder to myself and to everybody else that like the comparison game slash like what you see of other people or what you don't see is like, you just, you just really don't know yeah yeah and yeah unless if you're having those conversations or like people are opening up and I do appreciate that you know there are people who are on TikTok and and Instagram that open up about like their mental health struggles or whatever it is not that they owe that to anybody right like we Mm -hmm. have to also be smart enough to know that people aren't sharing everything but there are people that are open about that kind of thing that are kind of like moving the conversation forward of like listen we all have shit going on like it doesn't matter if you think I have a perfect body or you think I have a perfect face or a perfect job or I'm making all this money like we all like we all have Mm -hmm. we all have our shit going on yeah and it's like that phrase like comparison is the thief of joy at the end of the day so it's like you focus on you boo 
you fo- you focus on you boo and you do you and that's it. Yeah, yeah. So it is. It's yeah, yeah. No, that's true. But yeah, no. These conversations help because it's like every time we talk, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I need a dose yeah. of like, wake the fuck up, bitch. Like, yeah, stop. The, wake stop, the fuck up. Stop with the pity party. Right. Stop with the stop with the this with the that. So. Yeah. Put some wake the fuck up in your coffee every morning and you're good to go. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know. Even I show up to, to Starbucks every day and they basically already have my order for me because I go every single day. I'm like, you're like, can everybody. you add a dash of confidence into this coffee for oh, me? <laughs> for a while I was doing, so I do cold brew, like a venti cold brew. And there was a while where I'd get an extra espresso shot. And those people probably thought, ma'am blink twice if you need help like are you okay <laughs> why are you doing this I just trying to get through just trying to get through just, just it's okay I'm a three you know me three cups of coffee in the morning and good to go so we're both yeah coffee addicts in the morning I know yeah gotta do I what you gotta do. Gotta do what you gotta do well yeah. any parting this words lovely. my dear um wake the f- fuck up in your coffee I think <laughs> that's <laughs> <laughs> just that's focus on you do not compare yourself to others and get outside your comfort zone because that's that's how you move forward that's how things get more comfortable little by little true that's true we all got fears and insecurities yeah yeah this cool. has been great this has been great well woo girls out woo girls out <laughs> bye everyone <laughs> bye <laughs>